I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Did that song you come out that, you around this time? or what? It did, I believe. I believe it was 1999. There was that little... Uh, uh, Hispanic pop boom, the Latin pop with like yes. her and Enrique, Enrique Iglesias and Ricky Martin. Oh, and, Enrique. Yeah. I remember Enrique. Mm-hmm. Is I could he still be here a hero, baby. I don't know. Oh, that was a nice little song. I, I remember no. that being a oh, and the, good time for music. The, the Balamo, let the music take you over, Balamo. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and Jennifer Lopez, she was, she, was, she was doing shit too. You know, Waiting for Tonight. There was a big like Latin pop thing there for a while, you yeah. All these hits on Homos on Haunted Hill, KTL Records presents hits from the 90s and 2000s. Well, we already released our Pure, pure mu- Moods like, compilation, so. What is it? Pure Moods. I've never heard. Pure Moods. I've never heard of a mood at our school. We're doing great so far on this episode. So good. We've hey, got I got together, like y'all. two hours of sleep last night, so that's where I think I'm that's the perfect amount of sleep us. for this movie. This movie, yeah. yeah so. Oh God, it's like a fever dream from. Oh, it really it's, is. It's it's like you went into a Virgin Records store and you slip and you hit your head and you had like a whole dream, <laughs> and you were like, and Omar Epps was there and Jennifer Esposito was there and then Nathan Fifth. Fillion was there, Nathan and it was Fillion, like, it was like Shane West, like <laughs> the most '90s cast I have ever seen. It's none of these actors survived the '90s, like none of them. Christopher Plummer, maybe, but <laughs> it's true. It's everything you didn't remember from that time that mm-hmm. you'll be By- that will like jar your memory. As we go on, we, we remember, remember all the times we had together. Why has anyone done like a trailer remake? You know how every contemporary trailer now is like a really slow, Ooh. scary version of like yeah. moody. As we go on. I've got it. They can remake gra- Graduation Day and that will be the trailer There song. we go. I'd be into that. Why like, is that, no one that re- movie needs a Why is no one remake Graduation Day? Yeah. Yeah, like, it's not even we re- that good to begin with. Remake all the other like, ones, just yeah. remake it and yeah. make it halfway I know. decent. It could work. I know. I'm sure people will still get upset, but, like, yeah. you know, just do it anyway. It's like, why are you bringing woke culture into this movie because you cast one black person? How dare you? Why I is know. there a gay character you? here? You're just promoting <laughs> your agenda. It won't be a reboot, though. It'll be some kind of requel where... Yeah, um, no, we bring back some of the. I don't remember who even survived that movie, but you can bring back the corpse that was in like the 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 room that's all like mummified yeah, after yeah. like a week in the ground. What about the, the the guy with the football? Did he survive? Who got hit with the? He, he's still the just knife like the walking around. That was in the... Like, has, <laughs> has anybody seen my ball? It's like it's in your chest, Roy. <laughs> Check your chest. <laughs> He's like, oh, there it is. Thank you. He's just like a ghost now at the school. <laughs> it's like that girl in uh, Harry Potter that haunts the bathroom or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Moaning Myrtle. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, who's seen my ball? <laughs> I'm starting to like this idea for a requel. There we go. I, I like it. They got to get more creative. If they're going to keep doing them, you know. L- 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 switch it up a bit. Wiggly's yeah. still just like wandering around around the mm-hmm. campus with with without a top <laughs> like, yeah has anyone seen she's my a shirt? teacher without a top <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like the spanish teacher <laughs> Hola! but she wears a big sombrero but no top <laughs> yes <laughs> she's the yeah the spanish teacher from um never been kissed but like without a top basically <laughs> josie <laughs> i loved her <laughs> Yeah, we were just talking uh, be- before we started to roll about how the word Rufus should come back into the mm-hmm. modern vernacular, even though it was never really in there, but yeah. I think it should be. And there's a whole alternate timeline so. of the past 20 years 
where that has been a big deal and we haven't seen a lot of war and strife among us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's been a peaceful yep. time because Rufus happened. Yeah. I think if Al Gore had made Rufus his campaign slogan, <laughs> uh, things would have gone very differently in 2000, let me tell you. <laughs> After he invented the internet, he should have just adopted Rufus because he's been like, I think recount. What recount? He said Rufus. He, he he's our guy. He would have got the youth vote, and yeah, uh, yeah things would have turned out. Well. We wouldn't have gone to war with Iraq. That's right. Uh, things so much stuff would have gone differently. This yeah. movie wouldn't have happened. <laughs> this movie probably would not have happened. Uh, Which would be a shame. I don't know. It has so much to yeah. offer us. I, I I think so. It's a fun movie. Like yeah, it's it's a stupid time. movie, but it's a fun movie. <laughs> oh, it's as dumb as the day is long. I mean, there's not yeah. a lot of thought here. I don't think they had a script. I think they just went to a soundstage no. s- somewhere and we're like, we've got cr- Christopher Plummer for a day. Let's just like give him a lot of cool stuff to say, and then we'll just build a plot around. Well, that. I read, I read that like it was another one of those Scream Three situations where they had a script and then they brought in. Aaron Kruger, who was probably working on Scream 3 at the time, mm-hmm. and then Paul Harris Boardman, who also, I think, did something on Scream 3, and uh, uh, Joel Soisson, who has done, like, every direct-to-DVD every horror movie. sequel ever. I, I think he's yeah. still in a closet somewhere in the Dimension headquarters just, like, typing out s- scripts that will never be made. <laughs> I, think so. like, I think so. He's just, like, peeking his head out, like, guys, is everyone still here? <laughs> I've been in here for 22 years. No one gave me water or food. But I've got a great idea for Children of the Corn 83. <laughs> Harvey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Anything happened with you? Cricket, cricket. Cricket, cricket, cricket. You have reached Because they didn't let him have internet. Films. <laughs> Our AOL keyword is Dimension Films. <laughs> He wasn't allowed to have internet at all, so he had no access to any of this. He doesn't know what year it is, what's been happening. He he types on a typewriter and just like (laughs) spits it out and puts it in the mailbox. (laughs) Oh, also Scott Derrickson was apparently a writer on this. Man, that's like a crazy dimension horror people. It it is like paced pretty well, I will say, because it's got, you know, Patrick here. Yeah. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. I think was this his first directorial effort? I believe so. It's it's and, well directed. Uh, it's fun. It is, you know. It's it's got that very. It's like somebody like mashed up Scream with The Matrix and yeah. uh, Blade. It's got that very late nineties. Everybody's wearing like black leather and all the kind of techno vibe and yeah. Oh yeah, all the metal bands. Linkin Park's on there yeah. and, and, the, and the credits and so System angsty. of a Down and. Yeah, like I felt Pantera, so there's a lot of yeah. angsty after this. I had to call my mom and tell her to shut up. I was like, "This is just." <laughs> I was like, "You don't own me, mom." And she's like, "What?" I'm like, "I'm sorry. Took, I'm just. <laughs> I'm having a moment." Took me, took me back to seventh grade there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah oh, a lot man. of stuff here that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, by Virgin Records. Virgin fucking uh, megastore, yeah. man. That 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 place was the shit. Like. I understand yep. why they were so keen on um, really showcasing the Virgin Megastore because it was they must so have awesome. been a huge like benefactor they for this have. movie because there's just so much it's like every other scene even the uh, climax takes place on the roof of the record store it's just yeah. it's nuts I don't know what was going on there but it, it like I've been to that particular one, and at the time, it was, like, three stories, mm-hmm. I think, and it, it had, like, everything you could possibly want in terms of music or movies. And this was Amazon uh-huh. existed, but wasn't, like, a big deal yet, so it was really cool to actually walk into a store and be like, oh, my God, they have this random, like, Argento movie. What is, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And you could find anything. And yeah. nowadays, it's like, well, you could uh, do that online, so places like this just don't exist. It's, it's sometimes it's hard to find some things online that you can yeah. find in yeah places like this. Um, it was it was the same when I went to like um, Amoeba Amoeba Records in mm. West Los Angeles, which yeah. was also this like huge you know record store things, and they had this like huge section of DVDs and shit that like I'm just like wow like I've seen this on eBay, but it was like 200 bucks, and here it's yeah. like you know 50, and I'm like well there we go, this is like score. That's so amazing. Uh, like those, so the, there, there, there's still some of those out there, but they're so hard to find. So if you can find one, they're hard. Please, yeah, give them some of your money 
yeah, you know, uh, it, it, it was that thing, like, the same thing that happened with, like, Blockbuster, where, like, originally there were mom-and-pop stores, and then you had the corporations, they came out and bought everything, and the same thing happened with all these, you know, the Virgin Records came out and bought, every, bought out everything, but then they themselves ended up pretty much going out of business, oh, and yeah. so it's like we get nostalgic for, like, the corporations because yeah. of that, and it's like, well, what are you gonna do? I don't know if I'm nostalgic for the, the corporation specifically, it's just the, the idea yeah. of... A the place vibe like, of, like yeah, that, the vibe, because you know, right, yeah, because like, right, exactly. even as a kid, I preferred the mom and pop video store over Blockbuster because they yeah. had they had more stuff. Oh yeah, it's like Blockbuster always had like the five hundred co- copies of like Titanic or f- oh yeah, Face Off, but they didn't have like a copy of Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. You know, I'd be like, what the fuck? Right, right. The mom and pops did. We had three. Three mom and pop video stores mm-hmm. in my little five thousand person town. We did not have a blockbuster, so wow. I always went to the you know the little mom and pop stores. Oh, that's so that even nice. better. Yeah, now they're all closed because you know that's life. But oh, so circa day two thousand, I would have gone to one of those to find Dracula two thousand. Mm-hmm. It'd be a shiny. This was around release. when like DVDs would have like just started to like pop up in. It uh, video stores like around this time, I would say. the probably first 15 DVDs that I bought, so it must have been... That you owned, yeah, yeah. Like, really early yeah. on there. I didn't watch too much this week. Did you watch anything of note? I think. What, what have I watched? Um, I, oh, yeah. I watched the uh, Lucy and Desi documentary. I know that's not really horror. I heard it's, it's good. It's. Yeah, I liked it more I than being the Ricardos, so... Okay, well, that's yeah. good. <laughs> I started that uh, Pieces of Her series with Tony oh, yeah. Collette. How is that? Uh, it's okay. I mean, I'm only like an episode in. The, the okay. reviews do not look very good, so I'm like kind of tempering my expectations here, oh, but man. I don't know. It's okay so far. It's, um, and you know, it's, you never know with reviews, but I feel like I'm more apt to trust reviews a little more for TV shows only because I hate committing to something for like eight episodes that I'm yeah. going to hate. Whereas a movie, it's only like an hour and a half. And mm-hmm. so even if it is bad, I don't care like if I have to you know commit to it. It's a yeah. smaller journey. Um, because like eight hours of a TV show combined with eight hours of sleeping that day, that's like yeah. half of a day wasted, you know? Exactly. That's, you what am I going to pick it really ca- my entire life carefully? You know? Oh, uh, there's a there's a show called um, Worst Roommate Ever on Netflix. And I mm. watched an episode, and it was really creepy. It's like I think it's four or five episodes, okay. and each one's a different story about like a true crime case about some like roommate uh. who went crazy or something. And the first one was about this lady who seemed really, really nice and elderly and stuff, but she was actually like only like fifty years years old, and she was only pretending to be nice because she ran this like boarding house for these older folks, and she would like mm-hmm. kill them and then bury them in the in the uh, gar- garden and stuff. It was crazy. Well, that sounds like fun. I might have checked it's that out. I, I've been kind of craving some true crime stuff recently anyway. Yeah, though, I didn't watch too much else. I don't know. I, I feel like I watched something, but it's, it's gone now, so uh, I don't know. That's about it. I actually rewatched uh, Scary Movie 2. I don't know why. It was yeah. like the first time in probably like 20-something years. And mm-hmm. like I was just surprised by what I still la- laughed at and what I thought was just just mm. not even remotely funny and i used to think it was like one of the funniest things i'd ever seen in my life at that age How, really? one and two didn't never did that much for me like three i always liked a lot but for some Three's reason the first kind two of the best one yeah well yeah it's got the director of you know airplane yeah. so of course it's gonna be how can you go wrong pretty decent there yeah at least that one is like making fun of stuff that like you can actually make fun of whereas the first one i feel like it, it, it was like how do you make fun of Scream when Scream was already kind of making fun of something? You yeah, know? it was yeah, just it was... it was a hard hard balance to, to to do. But I don't know. Yeah, it was a little strange. Right. Let's talk about this movie. All right, I guess. Just a little bit of background information here, because I did not watch a documentary about this movie or do a whole lot of research. Sorry. <laughs> Nor has a documentary been made about but this film. But there is still time for anyone out there who still is time. considering making a documentary you know? about this movie. We'd all watch it. I think. <laughs> all of us you can do like a double double feature documentary of this and cursed and uh oh my great. god like just just like a dimension films documentary that would actually be fascinating yeah just, yeah. just because that, that but like not the stuff that so everybody knows about yeah i want the stuff that like nobody knows anything about like, yeah like we don't want to hear about like scream again like we know all the stuff yeah. about, about yeah. that but like 
what about like mm-hmm. teaching Mrs. Tingle or Venom or like one one of mm-hmm. these random ones, you know, Office Killer, yeah. you know, like these weird movies that they would put yeah. out occasionally. Uh, what was going on in 2000? You know, it was uh, post-Columbine. This is where we were with Scream 3. You know, they both came out the same year here. Uh, although I, I like how they tried to position this one as like a Scream Christmas release. Like, oh, yeah. I thinking that, that it would be a huge hit or something. But, like, it wasn't. It actually flopped quite a bit. It did? But, uh, I saw it with a packed house. Yeah. Uh, well, that must have been... That house did not last very long, I, mean, I guess. it was only one uh, show of showtime, made, so... I mean. Yeah. I guess it almost broke even. It, it made $47 million against a $54 million budget. Ooh, ooh. Uh, oh, that's nasty. Yes. That's not good. Not great. But then it did pretty well in video releases it made 32 million dollars mm. in video in u.s and canada on in the u.s yeah. wow so uh there's that but yeah weird time it was you know post columbine like we talked about in the scream three episodes so a lot of studios didn't really want to take too many chances on the teen slashers anymore so instead we kind of went more towards some like supernatural thrillers and horror thriller stuff like uh the haunting remake and house and haunted hill remake our namesake and uh, The Sixth Sense, and uh, Blair Witch Project, and Stir of Echoes, and What Lies Beneath, and The Others, and all those girls with ghost movies. And uh, for, like, a little bit of time here, there was, like, a little universal monster movie thing going on, where you had, like, The Mummy, and uh, Hollow Man is basically the Invisible Man, mm-hmm. and uh, Dracula 2000 here, of course, and um, wow, I Sleepy Hollow is not, that. like, universal monster movie, but it's still kind of a, you know, in that vibe, anyway. Um, oh, that's it. Interesting. I never thought of that. Yeah. Huh. But it was also that time when everything was being cut by the MPAA, like we were talking about. Um, so, like, there, there's gore in this movie, but it's not a super gory movie. I mean, yeah, there's some splatter. There's blood, but it's not. There's some splatter, yeah. It's like, I don't yeah. think they'd have to work too hard to make, like, a TV cut of this movie. It's just, like, it's no, not very gory. No, I don't think so. Gory. You'd probably get more flack for the religious stuff than you would the, the uh, gore, really. You know, you would think, yeah. but I remember this was a big hit at my Catholic school because they thought it was promoting. I can't believe they the played Bible. this at your high school. <laughs> they did, but I I had a really cool religion teacher. He was a, his name was Brother okay. Dennis, and he would just be like, "Well, cool. today to show the power of evil, we're going to play a clip from The Exorcist. This is when she sticks the crucifix up herself." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, great! Yay! I'll bring the popcorn." It's great. We watched like Omen Three, what? where he's like killed by the the magical dagger at the end, and there's like a choir that's like, ah! he's like, see the power of Christ right there on screen. Jerry Goldsmith in the background. I'm that's like, insane. Like this is a great fucking class, man. I like this. Was class. it Nathan Fillion? <laughs> yes, yes. He came straight from from this movie okay. and was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna teach this little Catholic school now. It's great. Good times. That's insane. That dude. That's that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> More of those like teachers, please. Fourteen at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's great. The... I loved it. Oh, that's nuts. Yes, I, I like the scene. What is it? Uh, uh, uh I don't. I don't. What's, I'm an atheist, and uh, what does he say in response? Something like, uh, uh "Well, oh. Christ loves you anyway," and just oh, like, yeah. stabs him in the eye. What, what, okay. What's that part where she's like, "Yeah, this this house is kind of you know like it b- belonged to her mom, and it's like so you know." And he's like, "Catholic." And she's like, "Yeah, Catholic." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? yeah, there there is some like foreshadowing in this that kind of leads up to the big reveal, but mm. uh, it's still watching it, it's like, oh, you you just don't think much about it. You just like, oh, he just doesn't like Jesus, but it's like there's hey, a reason for that, which we will find out. There's at the, end of the this random movie. flashback to the silver. The coins like fall, yeah. falling on the ground, and there, he's there all like, there is "I'm at Mardi Gras. Why are there coins falling? This reminds me of the time I betrayed our savior." And it's like a flashback. Spoiler, Chris. Spoiler. Maybe people I'm have sorry. watched this movie. I'm sorry, you haven't seen it in the past 22 years. You, you have, have ample time. It. Um, you know, directed by Patrick Luzier, like we said, who was editor of all the screen movies, at least the original trilogy, and Halloween H2O. And then he directed My Bloody Valentine 3D and Drive Angry and uh, that trick movie that I heard was not very good, but I what are you going to do? I don't remember it, which I guess that's not a good ah, sign. So. Okay, one of those. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good sign. The film was produced by the late, great Wes Craven, 
and uh, or was it as part of the acclaimed <laughs> the acclaimed Wes Craven presents line? <laughs> Which I feel was just a part of his contract with Dimension. Like Wes, we've got these Probably. other scripts. Like they're horror. Like would you just stick your name on it so pe- people will come and see it? He's like, how much are you going to pay me? And they're like, five mil. And he's like, that yes. sounds great. Terrific. That's fine. That sounds reasonable. Can reasonable. I make mu- music of the heart next, please? They're like, yes, yes. Good. <laughs> Meryl's on board. And then, of course, Marco Beltrami doing the score here. Very Scream-esque score at times. No chill um, at all from our boy Marco. Just laying no. on heavy and thick, <laughs> and it's wonderful. <laughs> the sequence where she's, like, by the mirror and all the red curtains come down. It's so, like, Cassandra <laughs> Scream 2, and the score is just like... I was like, did, yeah, did, yeah. did they save Nev's costume from that scene? Because I think it's the same costume, too. Oh, they must have. Like, what is this? They must have. And this... the. The Beltrami score is just at an 11 the whole time and blaring <laughs> yeah. its head off. And you're just like, all right, all right. <laughs> Which, like, it. to be fair, it's a very, like, gothic. Oh, it, Like, yeah. his style has always been, like, it very, like, it. over the top and gothic. And this mm-hmm. is, like, this is, like, fucking Dracula. So you may as well go over the top if you're going to go, you know, it's over the top with it, you know? epic film. That's why it was a, a big Christmas release. Because it was, like, <laughs> Harry Potter who? We've got Dracula 2000. <laughs> I think this was the same year, And too. it was about Christ. Wasn't it? Yeah, uh, Harry, Potter? Harry Potter, I think, was two thousand one, but oh. close enough. Yeah, you're both around like Christmas or and something. I like that they made the decision of releasing a film called Dracula two thousand right at the very end of two thousand. <laughs> so it's like basically dating the, the movie within a week of coming out. <laughs> it's like so it, if you saw it like the first week of January, is it really Dracula two thousand one? Yeah, yeah, right? So people know. probably didn't care anymore because they're like, oh, that was yeah. so 2000. Like, we're done. I, I'm so ready for all the 2001 week. shit now. Grow yeah. up, Heather. Dracula 2000 is so 2000. <laughs> well, fuck me gently with a crucifix. <laughs> At the Virgin Megastore. <laughs> At the Virgin... While wearing a Virgin I was a Virgin before t-shirt. I went to the Megastore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's like one of the first times you... See. I think you see her once before then, but then the second time is like she's in the dream sequence just wearing the... <laughs> fucking t-shirt i do uh, dream in a virgin me- megastore t-shirt i don't know what you're talking about i do as well <laughs> vampires are always interesting because there's so many different ways you can go with them you know we talked about like during the hunger they could just be like normal people mm-hmm. like who have just been alive forever like aristocrats or you can make them like full out fucking uh what is it 30 days of night what is it the, the, yeah. the however many days of night like monster creatures mm-hmm. and uh so it's like you got a lot of options and this one i don't know it, it's it's they're i guess they're like normal ish but they're also just like very goth and uh, all over the place i don't I don't know but uh it's yeah it's, it's kind of hard to really because like because then like omar epps has that weird like jawbreaker eye at one point where i'm like why does yeah. he have a jawbreaker in his <laughs> yeah. eye socket like and then like one eye is red yeah. but the other is like a jawbreaker i'm like what what happened did did yeah. he get stabbed in the eye or something i can't remember i would say they're they're yeah something happened i don't remember um uh oh he, he got stabbed because that was during that whole altercation with the uh Christ still believes in you, or whatever. In these oh I yeah, remember, right. Okay, it's um, gonna be really tough to recap but, this movie uh, because I don't, I don't know <laughs> what happens in this movie. There's kind of a plot. It's, it's kind of, of just like a giant music video <laughs> really that's is. like been stretched out. <laughs> it's like the scene from Pet Cemetery Two with the dream sequence like stretched out for an entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the way. Wait, wasn't there? Was that the movie that had like the dog with tits or something? Yes, in the yes, dream that's, that's scene. The scene. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> big inspiration man. for this movie. It's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> like the plot that is here is basically Dracula, but like kind of like it has the main beats. You get the mm-hmm. the Mina Mary character here, who's like enthralled by dracula and she's having dreams about him and she's got a friend named lucy who's also ends up being turned and you have the three dracula brides and um what's his face uh uh simon is basically jonathan harker but then he's also kind of van helsing after van helsing bites the dust so you got like all the main beats here of dracula but it's all translated for the 21st century and it's hip um, and modern which like at least they 
it's hip and nonstop scary, you know, you it is. and uh, sexy as well. Yeah, <laughs> like at least they tried something because it's like, how many fucking versions of Dracula are like the same fucking thing over and over again? You know, it's like, oh, it's a period story and yeah. it's the same thing. Like you know, it really is all um, usually kind of the same thing. I I'm gonna be totally frank. Yeah. I've never really found a Dracula that yeah. I've really loved, like of like sure. just a straight. Yeah forward adaptation of the novel i've never really loved like there's some vampire movies i've liked but i've just a adaptation of the story straight on i've never really loved yeah yeah i i kind of the same like yeah i mean i haven't seen the uh the ones from the like 50s and 60s the hammer ones in a Mm -hmm. long time so I, i couldn't speak too much about them but like i I don't know. Like hammer stuff has never grabbed me all that much either. So it's yeah. you know it, it, it's, it is it's sort of pretty, what it is. but it's not. It doesn't really move. Yeah, me it's that nice much. to look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. This but, film uh, moves me. Moves my feet straight to the Virgin Mega Store. That's what it does. <laughs> What's the line that Jennifer Esposito? I think it's Jennifer Esposito. Have where she's like, I can see your cock through your jeans and yeah. they're through your pants and they're like, <laughs> I'm just like, all right, all right. Listen, I remember remember that being the height of erotica when I was in the fifth grade or whenever well, this yeah. came out. It's it's sexy, you know. Yeah, I was like, who is this temptress? Well, I'm gonna say, Gerard Butler does not do a whole lot for me. I know he's supposed to be like this, like brooding, beautiful oh, man, but I don't know. Don't get me started. Doesn't do a lot for me. The reason I saw this was because my mom wanted to go see it again. She had already seen it once with her friend, and they developed like yeah. a big crush on Gerard butler and i remember her actually saying oh he can bite my neck anytime and i was like mom really like this guy really wasn't this like his first big like american breakthrough and then like he did all those like random action movies and then family opera and then more action movies and like it just didn't yeah and then eventually that p.s i love you everybody saw that yeah uh, i just never really got him i feel like part of dracula's appeal has always been kind of like his like bisexual kind of vibe mm-hmm. and this guy always just gives me more like kind of straight guy yeah. like playing although he does he does kiss he, he gets kissed no he kisses a uh, 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 Jesus later on in the movie there's that, that brief moment where he just like kisses him on the cheek and I there's forgot about that kiss a Jesus make out sesh oh my god yeah <laughs> oh. so there's that but yeah there's just something about him I don't know he just doesn't get my fire going here no and maybe it's because he doesn't really have a personality in this either he's kind of just like yeah. constantly moving from scene that he's more just kind of a plot device almost mm-hmm. like he's um, almost like a michael myers type character that's just like right. let's put him here and put him here and then he's here and you know yeah, and see um, that's what i think is also kind of the charm of the Dr- Dr- dracula or just really vampire ca- character is that they can be very yeah. well-spoken and charismatic and actually have a conversation yeah, right. that's sex sexy and stimulating whereas yeah. like he's yeah. just he's just a monster just going from place yeah, to place just a monster it's not yeah. that interesting. Uh, fucking up everything along the way, and uh, Mardi Gras will never be the same again. Uh, Mardi, Gras, Mardi Gras will never be the same. Oh, yeah. oh I, I like when he shows up at the Virgin Records megastore and he just looks up at this giant music video that's playing. <laughs> He's just like, "Oh, that's great. I like that." <laughs> and like all the um, girls are just like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna put down my CD because you're so hot." Wow, are a... you like a lead singer for System of the Down or something? Oh my god, you're so sexy. Are you the guy from Creed? He does look like the guy from Creed. Like, Or are my arms just wide open? <laughs> we arms wide open. That was around the same time too, right? <laughs> I'm Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't make him sing in this because a few years later he did uh, Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera, yeah. Um, anything else quickly? Okay, this opened December 22nd, 2000, like we said. Uh, it opened number seven at the box office. Jesus so, Christ. Again, you must have gone to, like, <laughs> the only showing that was, like, sold out. I guess you went to. <laughs> My showtime was the only showtime in the whole country that was completely full, apparently. Wow. This is not the lowest rated movie that we've covered, but it's pretty low. It's, really? uh, what's your guess for how low the Rotten Tomato score is? How bad is it? 17%. There we go. Oh, no. I, 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 I do think I still know it was, like, 7 or 8%, right? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. So that's so still the worst, which is still unacceptable. Yeah. Audience score thirty nine percent, so a little bit better for the audience here. Um, all those Christians, they loved it. 
Or they hated it. They didn't know what to think. <laughs> they were like, is this, a, is this appealing to me? Should I, be, should I be offended? I don't know. I'm just picturing like all these busloads of church groups just come, coming to see this. <laughs> I, I hear they show the mark of our Savior for four scenes. They hang Judas for being a Judas. And I really want to see that because, you know, he betrayed our Savior. And I think people should know that. I'm glad Hollywood is finally abandoning the liberal media and showing real (laughs) Christian art. My Christian values. Thank you, Wes Craven, for presenting Christianity. Thank you, Wes Craven. (laughs) Thank you, Virgin Records Megastores. I'm going to go donate, and I'm going to go visit you. And uh, Well, because Virgin, be like time. the Virgin Mary, you know, it's all connected. Uh, ah, the Virgin, that, it all makes sense. Because yeah. Mary works yeah. at Virgin. She's the Virgin Mary. All, you see, it, we also. Oh, my God. And, and, oh, listen, my this God. Is deep, yes. Kevin. And also, I'd like <laughs> to point is... out that at some point, her friend, Lucy's like, you just need to get laid. And she's like kind of checking out a dude, but not really. So maybe she is a virgin. Maybe she, like, I don't know how old maybe. she is. But she's not given much of a character. She's really not. She's not much of a character. It's very like Julie James, kind of just kind yeah. of uh, sad a little bit, and uh, sorry her for in herself. college going out to Mardi Gras, and yeah. Because well, like really like her main co- conflict that she knows of, like and, until Dracula w- literally walks into her life, her conflict is like, mm-hmm. I don't know my dad, and um, I have some bad dreams, and I work at a Virgin <laughs> megastore yeah. in the French Quarter. Like I'm like that's. Like you got to give us a little bit more than that. Like, are you also pregnant? That would that would be an interesting twist if she was pregnant yeah. with the reincarnation of Jesus. You know? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, um, oh, that's how it should have ended. She gives birth to the baby yeah. as she's on the. Cross. Well, this movie does have. This movie does have two sequels that I have not seen, but um, I don't think it involves that though. Uh, I don't. <laughs> it should. I don't think so. Oh, interestingly, this was <laughs> released internationally as Dracula 2001 because it came out in 2001. <laughs> that's good i like that that's i mean i'm assuming they changed the title card at the beginning too so it's london 2001 um peter bradshaw at the guardian said this is occasionally entertaining stuff but deeply silly thank you peter i mean Um, i'd agree with that yeah yeah he says it Um, like it's a bad thing I know. What's like your game, sometimes Peter? we just want some deeply, deeply silly, deeply silly stuff. You know. Yeah. Just Bruce Westbrook of the Houston Chronicle, whoever the fuck he is. He says uh, any new vampire film needs. <laughs> any new vampire film needs fresh blood, and this one is clotted with cliches, including its Matrix-style acrobatics, uh, which I, I guess was I cliche at the time, but whatever. Him. It had only been like yeah, a year. Yeah. I think um, that shows how much people ripped that off because this was only a year after that movie. So if it was already yeah, it was very, kind of yeah. like pinching people's nerves at that point, like they must have really done that yeah. shit a lot. <laughs> uh, like we said, this movie is mostly set in New Orleans. Um, so it's got that Candyman, Farewell to Flesh, Farewell to the Flesh vibe. It does. And, uh, Which also takes place at Mardi Gras. We Raw. did... And Mardi Gras, we did not plan this. If we had planned this, we would have covered it on March 1st when actual Mardi Gras was, but that's mm-hmm. okay. We're close enough, I guess. And like we said, it's got the most 90s cast ever here. I mean... It's a little unnerving you got, how 90s it is. It's... it's it's uh, You got Johnny Lee Miller, who had done, like, Hackers and Train Spotting. I believe he also did Angelina Jolie for a while, right? Yeah, for a while, Weren't yes. they, like, a thing? Yes, in the 90s. That, yeah. was, that, was, that was, yeah. Good times. I believe so, yeah. Omar Epps from Scream 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Danny Masterson from that 70s show. And uh, that's right. Lachlan Monroe from Scary Movie. He's in this for like two seconds before he gets <laughs> eviscerated. <laughs> I forgot he like says two lines and then gets killed. <laughs> yeah, and then he's gone. And then he's gone. He probably like filmed this while he was filming Scary Movie. He just walked between sets to do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Sean Patrick Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, from Save the Last Dance and Cruel Intentions. He's very attractive. I always forget how, how hot he, he is. He is a cutie patootie. Like, Hello. And um, I can't Hello. believe you left off his best film, Halloween Resurrection. Uh, what? What? Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yes. Jennifer Esposito from I Still Know What We Did Last Summer. Yes. Making her some uh, Stormy Daniels and uh, Stormy da- motherfucking Stormy Mai Tais and everything else. That's the, that's the chick that's <laughs> fucking Trump, not the... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's what I'm going to call it every time, though. That's what I'm going to call it. The dark and stormy. <laughs> I don't care. It's a stormy game. <laughs> I can't have you talk about that masterful film that way. People need to know. They have a right to know. Oh. We're, we are not on location in the Bahamas or Unfortunately. Mardi Gras in New Orleans, unfortunately. But, We're not uh, allowed back there after. I s- still know. We're not allowed. I don't know. I mean, I guess things are happening in this movie. So why don't you tell us some of the stuff that's happening? It's like there's there's a flashback opening to the ship there that is. Dracula was on where he killed everybody, which I think yes. is from the novel, right? Uh, like, the like Demeter. Yeah. So, yeah, there is this ship flashback thingy and then it cuts to yeah present day 2000 london london baby london in london and um Mm -hmm. and then they're like i'm not sure like what this selena character is like she's dressed like a scientist or a nurse but what does she do to van helsing what is she i have no idea she works for him she's a (laughs) they were they restore things i think like they collect artifacts and i guess she helps restore shit i have no idea i guess that's a thing i don't know but he 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 collects things so there's that he collects a lot of fucking things he has a chessboard that opens up and is filled with leeches that he injects himself with so does he get the leeches from dracula and then transfer it because it's like i'm still not sure how that all works like is he injecting himself with this i think he, he he puts the leeches on Dracula's body okay, and then they suck out whatever little blood is left okay. and then they put it and then he puts it I think I think yeah. don't ask me like the science is a little shaky listen this movie was not funded by scientists clearly because yes. it makes no sense um, Bill and I the science science guy did a whole episode about this movie and there was, it was a thing <laughs> he was their reference point yeah um, and so there's this guy named Simon who works for Van Helsing and um, he kind of has a thing for Selena, and she's like, no. And um, and so he leaves, and then all of a sudden, this dude, Sean Patrick Ta- Thomas, comes in with this little cute, like, mm-hmm. British hat thing. And he's like, hello, <laughs> I am here to talk to Van Helsing or something. And then they're like, you're not allowed in here. <laughs> and then he, like, hits the sec- security guard and breaks in. And all these other people come in with him, and it's like this whole team, and they're going to, like, rob this guy. And, um, yeah. and they, and they, they, they crack the code with their little computer hijinks. This is like straight out of the matrix. There's a whole yeah. bank robbery sequence. That's like beat by beat. Mm-hmm. This whole fucking sequence. Like, even the music the only thing that happens is kind of like, even the goofy. music, like, yeah. like, like nobody gets shot with like slow motion bullets, but everything else no. is the exact fucking same. Yeah. yeah. And so they crack the code and open this big ass safe slash dungeon like yeah. crypt thing and they go down in because they think yeah. well this guy is super rich so whatever he's keeping down here must be like really valuable so they're going through like yeah. all these old like books and chairs and stuff and they're like where it where where's the the prize they find this like vampire skulls like yeah. all these vampire skulls Bump, so they're just like randomly skulls. down there like he did he just kept these for like uh, i don't know as like a trophy or any, uh, my theory is that Christopher Plummer does like Shakespeare monologues with them. I think he would. And he's like to be or not to be. I would be really yes. into seeing I that so. series. Oh, but he's dead now. Shit, I always forget he's dead. He just always like seemed like he'd live I heard forever. He was, I heard he was an asshole, but oh, a, a conflicting no. thing. So oh, I don't that know. Sucks. I don't know. Well, fuck. I don't know. Well, anyway, who knows? so maybe maybe somebody just had a beat. Maybe somebody just had a beat. Maybe he was a good. Who knows? True. You can never tell these days. Anything you goes. You never can tell. Um, and yes, yeah, so in olden Selena, days, <laughs> Selena is like <laughs> locking up for the night or whatever, and she sees like the 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 tomb is open, and she's like going down there in the dark, and you're like, mm-hmm. Selena, no, you're gonna get killed. But then she gets jumped by the yeah. lead guy in charge, which is Omar Epps. I don't know their names. I don't know why. Like. What's his name? I don't either. I don't know. And, like, all the little, like, side <laughs> characters. Like, I don't think they have names. I, I don't know. And, um... He's Marcus, I guess. Sure. And Marcus. We'll go whatever. with that. Yeah. And sure. so... We'll go with that. And so he... Ju- Danny Masterson's name is Nightshade. Nightshade? <laughs> they yeah. did not say that. <laughs> I would have remembered that. It, hey, Nightshade, get over here. We says. have a 
case to crack. What the fuck is that? Nightshade. Nightshade. Is that his baptismal right. name? Anyway. I don't think so. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. He's he, he just uh, Nightshade. Anyway. What what the fuck? Nightshade. I don't support that. That's <laughs> is he that's, an X Man now? Yeah, what, what is is this a crossover event we didn't know about? What is this? Yeah. This is no, <laughs> that also came out in two thousand. Yeah. Can't handle this movie. What the hell are they thinking? But yeah. So anyway, we find out that Selena is in on this thing with Marcus, and she's the one who's been like scoping the place, r- pretending to be like an antique restorer or what whatever she does whatever she thinks mm-hmm. she does i don't know and whatever the fuck she does i really don't know and so they um yeah. they keep going further down in the crypt and they find this coffin and they're like aha this must be it and they think that mm-hmm. they, he must be keeping whatever is valuable inside this thing and then like they get too close and it triggers this like system of traps that fly out and like impale two of them and then, like, they're like, we have to get out of here because we set the alarm. So let's just put these ex- explosives by this wall and just, I guess, g- go out through the sewers with this coffin. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know how this worked. I'm just these hi- picturing them all, like, floating on the coffin down the sewer. I, I don't know how this is going to work. Yeah. And these traps were not very well designed to because no. once somebody gets hit, they start bleeding and then the blood goes onto the coffin and yeah, then just Dracula starts to, you know, reform Dracula. himself. And it's yeah. Like, the blood just goes, bad goes into the coffin. And you're like, uh oh, we know what's in here. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. they, they, they take the coffin and they get on this plane and Van Helsing comes in with his like silver bullet gun slash knife thing. And he's all like, oh no, they've taken dracula so yeah so then they go on this private plane and um masterson dude i guess what's his name nightshade (laughs) nightshade (laughs) (laughs) whatever he's he's in there like guarding dracula and he decides to like open it up and there's all these leeches on this corpse he's like oh shit and it's like filled with dry (laughs) ice and stuff except it's like cgi dry ice i think because there's a point where, like, yeah. the dry ice attacks him. And the leech comes the out leech, and gets like, his eye. Gets his right, eye for a, a second. Yeah. Second, yeah. And then he steps on it. It's, like, all this, like, black goo stuff or something. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, yeah. he, like, he, he cuts his finger with, like, a crowbar accidentally. And the blood gets in mm-hmm. there and Dracula comes back to life because he removes this cross that was in there to protect him. And... Mm-hmm. Then he gets eaten, I suppose. And then yeah. they come into some bad weather, which is not going to end well, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, nope. and then pretty much they all just get killed, right? I think there's like yeah, it. I, I don't. We don't see a whole lot because then yeah. it cuts over to you know Mary Mary here at college in right. New Orleans. Um, That's right, because she's know. having dreams. Bad dreams. Boy, boy, is she. Um, with like strobe lights. In her Virgin Records megastore. Yeah, in shirt. her humongous Virgin megastore t shirt <laughs> that she wears as pajamas. It's, it's just so It reminds me of Josie and the Pussycats because like yeah. that movie pokes fun at all the product placement of that time period <laughs> yeah. and like it's just so it's ridiculous. So She's been having these really bad dreams and her friend and roommate yeah. slash Lucy is being very kind and help help helpful and we like lucy she's likable enough you know and uh, do, do, they, do they have majors i think they're um college students but i don't know what they're studying are they really i just thought they I, were I, like I, that's independent what Wikipedia career says, like, women maybe working they're at just, the virgin megastore maybe they're just lady ladies on the town i don't know because yeah I don't, I if, if they're in college vibe. i don't know what what the fuck they're studying or anything yeah because I, I mean know. we never see them in class they're not going to class mm-hmm. but what the hell else like she goes and like she talks to her friend who's like a priest played by nathan fillion as we said and there's this weird background with them where like he knew her mother a lot Mm -hmm. and she didn't want him to become a priest for some reason and maybe they had a romantic thing in the past but who the fuck knows i I don't know that was in a previous draft and then they probably just discarded it yeah and uh that there's a lot of little moments like that in this movie where it's like this was probably it made more sense probably in a different draft but yeah. now it's kind of like oh okay because it, it's it's like her her mom died and like she never really knew her dad so like we're pretty sure that her dad is van helsing so we're like okay and 
Yeah. Like for some reason, Dracula is trying to find her because um, somehow they're related in some way that we don't know about yet. And we don't know about yet, but you know, it's the blood. The plane but crashes. Even in the, uh, though. Yeah, even the plane crashes. Even in the original Dracula, you know, novel, even without the blood connection, there's still like that weird connection between Mina and Dracula. Mm-hmm. That I, I don't know. So like that's always been here. So even without the blood connection, they just added that as like an extra thing, I guess. But you know, who knows? But yes, the plane crashes here. It crashes in the swamps, and reporter Jerry Ryan is on the scene. Yeah. with cameraman Jerry. Shane yeah, Valerie West. Sharp is I don't name. know why. Shane fucking West. I was like, is this his first movie? Because he looks older here than he did in like A Walk to Remember. And wasn't that like after this movie? Yeah, he, he was kind of a one of the teen players there for a mm-hmm. while. And yeah. and yeah, so they're uh, doing a little story on the plane crash. And, um, and it is being seen by Van Helsing, who has just arrived in town in the airport. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no. And he sees that the bodies and the casket have been taken to this, like, small town outside of New Orleans, I guess. And so he goes on a trek to find it. And we see that Simon has followed him because he wants to know what's going on. Yeah, and he 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 um, he bit the Valerie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because then it, whatever, right, it goes back to, to that. Yeah. Dracula. Yeah. It goes back to that. And they're. Um, shooting some promos and dracula shows up and kills the cameraman and then bites valerie yeah she is no gail weathers let me tell you that she's not i mean i feel like gail would have put up more of a fight yeah so uh van helsing and simon go to this small town where all the bodies from the crash have been taken to this like town hall thing and Mm -hmm. there's like a big fight with all the undead corpses that come back to life because they all do, but they've got this little, like, silver hmm. bullet uh, holster thing. I don't know. It's weird. What that comes mm-hmm. with like a knife that they can take yeah. out. He he's a man of many talents. Absolutely. He's, and, uh, he's a MacGyver over here. Yeah. yeah. MacGyver or Van Helsing or both. Who knows? Yeah. And Van then um. Yes. So they like they fight with all the zombie vampire people, but like pretty much all of them get away except for um. Nightshade, he does perish <laughs> in the fight. He, he does not make it. Yeah, unfortunately, Nightshade is and, no longer. And um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm never gonna get over that na- Nightshade. Nightshade. <laughs> Seriously, is that his street name? That's his like or his his work his name? Goth name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's his goth yeah. name. There. Okay, so he's a goth kid yeah. who just yeah. decided to get into whatever business this is. And I don't every know what word. I don't know either. Every word out of Jennifer Esposito's mouth is just like some sexual innuendo. She's like, all I want to do is suck. She's like, Simon, you British men just like to whine and dine when really all I want to do is suck. I'm like, what? You suck. Who is this character? I don't, I, I don't get it. I <laughs> thought you were a scientist, which ma'am. writer? Or at least a good artist. Which of the five writers on this movie wrote this, this fucking shit? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like we're gonna give Frank all of Esposito's lines, and uh, Floyd, you're gonna get uh, all the Dracula stuff if that's cool. I'll handle Plumber. Uh, just kind of meet somewhere in the middle, you know. Jen- Jennifer, you're just gonna be like this sexy fuck kitten who just says all these ridiculous lines. Yeah. Fuck kitten. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's me trying to be like a, a a straight bro. I don't know. That's the best I can do. I love it. That's funny. That's funny. Okay. Um. Yeah. So like, pretty much, like they all escape, and uh, Selena is taken in by the cops. She plays like she's not a vampire. She's very sneaky, mm-hmm. and they take take her in. And at some point, like she's having like this interrogation with the policeman, and she's like floating on her toes and all. Like it feels so good. You feel so free. I'm gonna touch myself to show you that it's so much fun to be a vampire. And she's like, I can see your yeah. cock. I can see the outline. And he's all like, How how can she see that? What? And then how can she see like, my cock? I don't know. <laughs> I've got my underoos on. What? I've even got two pairs because I'm a Christian. And. <laughs> then Dracula shows up behind them and I guess just eats them and like and, and then she like flies through the window, the interrogation room window and gets one of them 
and Dracula's all Does Dracula like, ever get like fucking feed her or something? Oh yeah. Does he ever get fucking full in this movie? He's just, like constantly eating, eating people. everything. Like, you would think I'm he, like, sir, go get, to like, a golden stuffed, corral. You know? There's one right down the road. You'll right. get full in no time. All you can eat. Yeah, all that yeah. sodium, it'll fill you up in a lickety mm-hmm. split. Mm-hmm. And yep. then yeah, and then Dracula eats the other one. And then Mary's like back at I think the Virgin Megastore because that's like the only place where she goes. When in doubt, she goes to the Virgin. She's always fucking there. She's like, I'm having a mental breakdown. At least I'm at the Virgin Megastore. Horrible. Yeah, she's only she's either there or she's in a fucking house, and that that's the only two places she's like ever Which in this I movie. Think or she's the on the same street. House from that's cat people. Is that the same house? The remake of it, like the remake. Yeah, cat people? I, I think it's the same house. It I'm not be. sure. It could be. Yeah, so she's having like a like a total freak out because she's like seeing Dracula as he's killing people through the mirror. It's like very eyes of Laura Mars, but like you know not mm-hmm. that good. Um and. At some point, Simon finds her because um, Van Helsing has told him to go find her because, like, he doesn't yeah, Van think Helsing has revealed all this backstory him. about everything. He reveals that he is, in fact, Van Helsing, and mm-hmm. he's been living off the blood of Dracula for all these years, and yada, yeah. yada, yada. And he makes it sound like being immortal is this big imposition, and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, ooh, you get to live forever. How sad, you know? Well, because, um, like, he tried to do this, but... this trap where he would – he lured Dracula in to an a- alleyway yep. and then, like, put this trap on him with all these spikes. But one of the spikes, like, went through Dracula and then went through him. So now he's, like, cursed with his blood or something. But he, he – well, he has to keep consuming the blood of Dracula to stay immortal. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's how that works. But, um, but yeah, it's – it's again, the science is a little whatever, but <laughs> – Yeah, I don't, I don't think there was an advisor – from any scientific department. <laughs> no. I don't think there was a Rhodes scholar among them trying to figure this they one out. They do some of the like the the regular drac or the regular vampire rules like they don't appear in the reflection or they don't yeah. appear on film or uh but crosses like sometimes work and they sometimes don't yeah, work and like, I'm like it's, I don't it's really, really know confusing with the crosses. Because then they make a big deal about the silver. They're they're like, okay, the mirrors, yeah, the, the crosses, uh, but but the silver. Why the silver? And like that's yeah. the climax yeah. of the of the movie is is when we discover what the s- silver actually is. Yeah, it's very odd. Um, but yeah, so Simon finds Mary at the Virgin Megastore, mm-hmm. and then like she yes. tries he tries to persuade her to go with him in the parking garage, but like she doesn't. And she's like, I just have to, I need spiritual advice or something. And she like runs off some somewhere, I think. And then mm-hmm. Simon's attacked by Marcus who now has the one red eye and the one jawbreaker eye. And there's like a big fight. And then he ends up getting decapitated. And yep. then Van Helsing at, at, at some point, like, Van Helsing's just, like, wandering around town. I don't know what he's doing exactly. But Lucy yeah. is discovered by Dracula at the Virgin Megastore mm-hmm. because, you know. and um, and <laughs> That's where you go. That's where you go she, to meet people. It's like a hookup place. It's a place where you go where you have a mental breakdown. <laughs> you just go to the Virgin <laughs> Megastore. And all yeah. this time I thought when you're depressed you go downtown. But no, you go to the Virgin Megastore. Then uh, – Dracula kind of like flirts with Lucy and they go back to their house and she's like, Mary's not here, but do you want to come love in for some coffee? Yeah. The coffee, but I love yeah. it. Can I get you a coffee or something? And he's like, I, I don't drink, drink coffee. coffee. I'm like, Oh, but I'm just like the pause there. Yeah. But I'm true. You got a sense of humor. The, the, Dracula. The, the crazy. <laughs> Thanks. I'll be off playing with the three stooges later this week i bet he will he's he's one um, of those fake shimps they always had one of those silly I, people i actually uh, bit may west back in the day and, uh, oh that's why she bit me she was alive to make sextet that's why yes and, exactly exactly so they have like a little flirting then they have fucking they, they sex and yeah they have sex the, the crazy on ass the ceiling fucking sex scene. and he in bites the air her. all over the place and yeah. Lucy turns, and Mary can sense this because you know she's got she's got the visions, so she like sees it and stuff. She's got the look. Mm-hmm. And at some point, like she and Simon get back together, 
or like no wait she goes back to her house and discovers mm-hmm. um her father has been killed van helsing has been murdered and is under her bed and she's like oh no i'm never gonna have yeah van helsing got like thrown against he got like thrown against a bunch of mirrors and then you just kind of assume he's dead and yeah. then she sees this like writing that's on the back of the mirror and you're like what the fuck is that because it looks it's like, like i know we did last summer and something. you're like what the fuck does this mean i don't know yeah um, and for some reason she she knows something. what it means even though she doesn't know how to read it because she's she has the blood of dracula in her and dracula knows yeah. what it means so she knows <laughs> it's all connected yeah that's how that works through I guess. blood yeah <laughs> Harry, there's shit like that in Harry Potter too, where like because Voldemort tried to kill him, suddenly he can talk to snakes and shit, and I'm just like, okay, so all right, it's anyway. like if my grandfather Continue. knew Latin, since we have the same blood, mm-hmm. shouldn't I just then know you. Latin? <laughs> I mean, why would I need to take by the class law. if I, it's just in my blood? Yes, I mean, what? doesn't make sense. Yes, but <laughs> by the law of blood relativity, it's in the blood. The blood is life. But then there's like all these like red curtains billowing in the wind and there's like this long hallway. And I'm like, is this part of her house or is it like a vision or a hallucination? I could never tell. Cassandra! Because yeah, yeah. It, it's like the Cassandra scene and from Scream, Scream 2. And I'm like, is, is this her actual house or is it like a figment of her imagination right now? There's no, there's no Greek chorus that we know of, no. but that would have been better they cut those in post it did not test well at yes the they were like midwest this is too mall. similar to scream too i guess yeah. we're gonna cut that <laughs> the midwest wall cut the greek chorus you got yourselves a hit <laughs> <laughs> everything else is a-okay <laughs> man we, we want more virgin mega store scenes <laughs> I don't think Roger Ebert saw this movie. I didn't see any review from him, so uh, we don't. He, he was probably like, "Oh, those ladies—they were—they were, uh, mm, they were mm. delectable and tasty." That, <laughs> that Jennifer Esposito, she's got a real career on her with those lines. And <laughs> see, well, that's what happens: is that Mary sees all this stuff, and then the three w- women that have been bitten—they all show up, and th- they've had a costume change. They're all like wearing the same dress. So good for them. I guess they they yeah, went the, to Coles and this know. is a this is a callback to you know Dracula. He mm. has the three wives, so they're always in there. He's never very attentive to these wives. He's always no. a bad husband and just like lets them get killed. It's a and, rude, but whatever. And they're all like, "Yeah, we killed your father. Sorry." Um, and then like Dracula shows up and tries to chase her out of the house as he turns into like a werewolf, and then they yeah, try to shoot him and he turns part of the into like too, bats. I guess into bats flies away yeah like this is like part of the the lore and shit but it's just like something that i don't know it's just like they did it to do it you know it's like well we could do this like let's make him turn into a fucking wolf and then some bats why not we've got cgi i guess that's why he's so fucking hard to kill because yeah we can this is why he's so fucking hard to kill because he can just turn into like bats and fly off and yeah and they do some late game library research sequence yes Yes. Mm mm-hmm and they don't really discover that much. And at some point, like, Dracula yeah. shows up and they throw a Bible at him and, like, the pages, like, <laughs> catch fire on his face or something. It's like, ah! Yeah, what the fuck was that? Like, how, how did they do, like, did he just put, like, a lighter in it or something? <laughs> I, I don't, don't understand know. how that works. <laughs> They're like, aha, our theories are right. He must be Judas Iscariot. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it's like, we know where this, we can find him. Let's... This- get him to the top of this building that has that has a big cross and he'll have to confront his buddy jesus that he betrayed that'll get him have they revealed because i think dracula reveals it right he's the one who like reveals everything that happened oh i might like vaguely mention it but i'm pretty sure he's he's the one who's like in the big confrontation he's like well this is because like this is why i've done all this you're shit. right why he does do that works because it was judas he's got like yeah, a little I'm killer judas. monologue yeah. there where he's like this is why i did yeah. it and at one point he's like talking to jesus on the the big <laughs> neon sign and you're like i don't think that's the real he jesus. fucking kisses judas at one point he, he yeah. kisses jesus he yeah. does he he was a very close friend yeah. of jesus very close I think he was in love with Jesus, and when Jesus so. didn't love him back, he decided that he was going to betray him. And I think so too. Yeah, that's his not the best representation origin for story. Queer people, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This all come comes out because there's like this big 
confrontation on the roof of this building mm-hmm. and <laughs> the roof of the virgin records mega story where there's like a like a big garden there's like a greenhouse where like yeah. the three ladies are trying gar- to kill garden Sa- of Eden. simon yes, yes. and mm-hmm. and then lucy pretends to turn him into a vampire and then they see yeah, that because she dracula has it. turned her into a vampire but she's not a mean vampire. No, she's like a yeah. very calm, mood-regulated one. Maybe because she's already had some of his blood in her system for so long, so it's yeah. just kind of like she has a tolerance to it, you know? Maybe, maybe? so, yeah. yeah. She might be the one who could sub, 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 supply the vampire vaccine. But yeah, so like then Lucy's all like, she faked it, let's get her. And then... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mary has that weird like knife sword thing and so she decapitates Lucy mm-hmm. and then um yeah. and then like she kind of starts to fight with Dracula and while they're having their big fight um Simon has to take care of S- Selena yeah. and Valerie and he stabs yeah. Valerie in in the heart and then Selena's the one who's like really tough and they have like a bunch of like matrixy fight stuff and then at some point mary wraps a cord around dracula's neck and they like Mm -hmm. fall off the sign like the jesus sign off a giant jesus sign and they're just like hanging there yeah and and he's just like hanging there to the bible yeah yeah and the sun is coming up as this is happening apparently that was timed pretty well explodes and we're like is he dead because you would think that if this was enough to kill him then van helsing would have already tried this one, so, one would think and we know there's sequels yeah so. <laughs> and you gotta have a sequel so well, and then mary falls like from a very tall place and she seems fine not a mm-hmm, scratch mm-hmm. oh yeah and before he died he's like i release you from my sway so then she's not a vampire anymore so then so it's really weird that she didn't like crack everything in her body when she hit the ground but yeah, you would think you you would think maybe she had already hit the ground when he did that. I don't remember the I sequence mean, of events, but yeah, couldn't she there gets... have at least been like a drunken Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras person <laughs> that that's like that cushions the blow when she <laughs> falls, by. you know, something. <laughs> woo, woo, party! <laughs> because yeah. I noticed that in the last act of this movie, the streets are completely cleared, and if you've ever been there, yeah, that's MD. not the case. There's always someone who's drunk passed out on the sidewalk and the last shot is like the opening sequence of like her netflix series she's like this (laughs) vampire hunter inventing mary Mary. vampire hunter (laughs) inventing mary she's like i am mary van helsing i am my father's daughter and nothing can stop me now i'm like what what who's gonna stop you what are you what what are you doing baby girl what are you trying to do? What are do you fighting? There are no more vampires in the world. Yeah. Like, I don't... Where are you going and who do you want to be in this world? I don't know your intentions. I kind of want to watch this. I kind of want to watch the sequel, but I don't think it has, like, any of the, the main people I don't think back. it does, I don't, yeah. I don't know anything about it, so... I'm like, do I need to see it? Is it worthwhile? I don't know. No one ever talks about it. Let us know, it. y'all. Oh, Jesus is in it, so... Jesus returns? <laughs> Fan <laughs> favorite returns. Jesus? That guy always comes back. <laughs> <laughs> is he backed by popular demand? You can't demand? keep a good Christ down. <laughs> yeah, can't can't keep him down. He just keeps on coming. And that's his musical number. He's oh, like, God. you can't keep a good Christ down. Down. <laughs> <No. laughs> this is a great movie. <laughs> this is like the South Park version, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's Dracula 2000, and we said we were going to cover it, and we covered it. That's right. So get so off our backs, okay? Do you have an overlook gem for today? Um, yes. Or as, as we are now going to call them, the, uh, yeah, what is Yeah, we have to preface this now, because we've we've given you so much of these overlooked yeah. gems that <laughs> so now much. we're just at the point where we're not really sure if we're giving you good recommendations or not, because we're starting to scrape the bottom of the oh. barrel. <laughs> we've seen like 160 films between the two of us. Like, yeah. That's a lot of movies, you know? A lot of movies that we like. And so now, some of these movies we're going to recommend, like, we might not have seen in the past, like, 10, 15, 20, 25 years. So mm-hmm. we're just going to assume yeah. they're good, because they worked for us the last time we saw them. We're going to assume they're good. 
you know, I, I'm not gonna be able to tell you much about these movies, but like <laughs> I, at the time, they were they were delicious. So yeah. you know, there we go. Maybe they still are. We don't know. Let's all rediscover them together. Maybe they still are. Overlooked ish gems, you know. Yeah. Um, so what's your uh, question mark gem for today? Well, it is a film called Scream Bloody Murder. Oh, yeah. really scary, right? I know. I kind of scared myself there. That was frightening. <laughs> um, That's a little, little much. It's, a little much. Uh, it's 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 a movie from the seventies, very low budget, about this mm-hmm. kid who like falls off some farm equipment and loses his 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 hand. So of course he gets a hook in place of it, and. He just kind of mm-hmm. goes crazy one day when he's, like, older and, like, kills his mom, I think, like, stepdad, and just goes on the run and just, like, finds this random house to live in where he kills everybody and then kidnaps this girl and, like, tries to, like, mm-hmm. keep her there. It's it's really weird, but it's, like, really gritty and grimy, grindhousey stuff. And um, I just remember it be kind of being kind of I- I- interesting, of course – like we just said, I could be very wrong. I haven't seen it in quite a while. But, uh, yeah, the last time I saw it, I was like, this is really odd. Okay, I think I like it. That's cool. That's cool. Um, mine is a little movie called Wakewood from 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, it is this little British folk horror movie. It's got a lot of uh, Wicker Man vibes and uh, a lot of 70s influences. Um, it's also got a killer kid. Ooh. Always enjoy killer kid uh let's see what it's about because i've already kind of forgotten but there's this like so a crazed dog kills this nine-year-old girl and the parents they decide they're going to locate so they move to this little town called wakewood and they stumble upon all these like creepy locals because it's a town with a secret which i always love a town with a secret and they're doing all these weird ass fucking rituals uh that can apparently bring the dead back to life for three days so they decide they're going to do this um but, you know, uh, they don't, not everything goes as planned, you know, as tends to happen with these resurrection type things. And uh, the little girl is not quite the little girl they remember her being. And it's got some Pet cemetery stuff kind of stuff in there, too. Um, but it's pretty good. You know, it's, again, I haven't seen it since 2009, but um, I liked it. It's, um, I believe it was like a contemporary Hammer movie, which... Every once in a while, they decide they're gonna like throw out a movie or something. It doesn't yeah. really feel like an old Hammer movie, they're but like, it, was we're just, back. it was just produced by Hammer or whatever. Yeah, we're, we're back. But it did kind of presage all the folk horror stuff that came over the past couple of years. So there's that, I guess. Oh. Um, as always, let us know some of your overlooked gems. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, H O H H Podcast. That is H O double H Podcast. We are on Instagram at homos on Haunted Hill, all one word. We are on Letterboxd. You can leave us a review on iTunes. That would be lovely. Thank you very much to those to those who have done so. Um, and that is about it for this mystery pick for this yeah. week. And uh, we're going to keep going with this for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you never know what we're going to pick. You have no idea. Maybe I'll let you know on like this. I'll post something on like the Sunday of each week just to kind of tell you but otherwise it's going to be like a mystery you know mm-hmm. i don't know i don't have anything clever to say so. i don't either <laughs> listen this movie depleted me so dracula know. depletion it's this depleted me happy happy mardi gras yeah. i guess yeah a week late we're and, a little uh, late but it's fine bye eat your king cake yeah it's fine <laughs> eat your king cake. okay bye all right bye